This is the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo, giving you the inside track on all the big talking points from Anfield. Hello, my name is Paul Wheelock and welcome to the post-game podcast to react to Liverpool winning the Champions League for the sixth time. 12 months on from his Kiev heartbreak, Mohamed Salah set Liverpool on their way to a 2-0 win over Tottenham Hotspur from the penalty spot. But it was not until Divock Origi, the most unlikely hero of this incredible season, scored late on that Reds in Madrid, back here on Merseyside and all around the world could truly celebrate what should be the first of many trophies under Jurgen Klopp. And we will be hearing from just some of those jubilant supporters over the course of this podcast but as always we will start with the definitive verdict on one of the greatest nights in the club's history from our Liverpool FC correspondent both home and away James Pearce we will then be able to listen to every word that Jurgen Klopp the man who picked this superb group of players up after losing last year's final had to say in his press conference after the match before we turn the show over to the fans who have called into this podcast and the fans who have been leaving messages on our Blood Red podcast Facebook group page but before we get to that it's time to hear from James Pearce and Jurgen Klopp after Liverpool were crowned Europe's finest once again. Enjoy. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. Well, Liverpool have been crowned champions of Europe for the sixth time after a sensational night here in Madrid. It was excruciating at times, but the, uh, the mental resilience, the quality and the unity and spirit of this Liverpool team really, really shone through as they, uh, as they ground out a 2-0 you know, a, a victory over Tottenham that will be celebrated for a long, long time to come. You know, the scenes at the final whistle, I don't think we'll ever forget them. You could see what it meant to each of those players and to the tens of thousands of Liverpool fans in here tonight. After all those near misses of recent years, all those heartbreaking nights, just like in Kiev 12 months ago, there were tears, but tonight they were tears of unbridled joy rather than anguish. It was, a, it was a night when Liverpool got off to a dream start. Mo Salah's penalty inside two minutes, rocking Spurs. But the uh, Liverpool didn't build on that. They, they made a lot of mistakes. I think, I think the heat played a part. I think the three-week break from the end of the Premier League season also played a part because it was far from a classic game in terms of the quality out there. But like we said, Liverpool dug deep as they have done so often this season, I thought Virgil van Dijk and Joel Matic were both absolutely sensational tonight. The two full-backs as well, Trent Alexander-Arnold and, uh, and Andy Robertson, just uh, you know, putting their bodies on the line. And what can you say about Alisson Becker? No wonder Liverpool's players made a beeline for him shortly after the final whistle. When you think that a year ago, it was all about Liverpool's goalkeeper you know, falling short and his weaknesses being exposed in the Champions League final tonight we saw that that £65 million was worth absolutely every single penny that Liverpool spent on Alisson Becker. He uh, pulled off a string of fine saves in that second half where Tottenham were threatening to get themselves back into it. Um, real show of commanding quality from the Brazilian. And then late on, Liverpool delivering the, uh, the, the killer punch when Divock Origi hammered low into the bottom corner. What a season Origi's had. You know, if you handed the script of his year so I think to, to a Hollywood producer, they dismiss it as a, as a work of fantasy. But uh, Divock Origi, there he was, scoring the goal that won Liverpool the European Cup. And uh, Liverpool's players throwing Jurgen Klopp up into the air repeatedly. He's the man who have made their dreams come true. He's made the dreams come true of every single Liverpool fan around the globe. And this party is going to go on for a long, long time to come. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. Ladies and gentlemen, 2019, UEFA Champions League winner, Mr. Jürgen Klopp is available for questions. 
As I'm the first one, so congratulations. Thank you very much. I take that from everyone, by the way. If the next questions, you can say it as well. So, um, yeah, thanks. Okay. So we had a debate yesterday whether you're a loser or a winner. That's it. Officially, you're a winner, sir. But my question, Jürgen, is when we see the statistics of the game today, we're all very surprised. We're surprised by Liverpool. Yet you won. What made the difference today in that game? The result, obviously, because um, I all my we had to, we all spoke about it a lot. Uh, played much more finals um, than I won, obviously, and um, we always played better football. Um, tonight, both teams. It was a big challenge for both teams to to um, deal with the three weeks um, because you never have a, a period where you have three weeks in a game. So keep the rhythm, or, or get the rhythm back, actually. And then, the, obviously, different circumstances for two English teams tonight. It was pretty warm. And um, so you saw it was a fight. It's, it's, uh, the fight is about result, and we need to make this experience, um, obviously, a little bit longer or more often than, than, than others. And tonight, the boys showed it, the resilience, everything what you need to, to block the decisive balls. And at the end, Ali had to make a few saves. That's, um, he, of course, um, Played a sensational game, absolutely. He looked completely <laughs> unbeatable, pretty much, and um, that helped us scoring the goals in the right moment. That's all about. Look, we have usually I always sit here a bit earlier and have to explain uh, how you can, how can you lose this game. Um, this time, I love to explain. Or actually, I no, I don't want to explain why we won it. I only want to enjoy that we won it, and um, all the rest is not important. It's for all the people uh, around the world in the stadium. They are with us and um, they are now celebrating like crazy and um, whoever, whoever is tomorrow in Liverpool and we will celebrate together we will have a sensational night it's I feel mostly relief to be honest um, relief uh, for for yeah, for my family, actually, because they are pretty close to me, how you can imagine. And the last seven times, six times, we always flew on holiday with a silver medal. That doesn't feel too cool. And this is completely different this year, so it's for them as well. And that's great. It's for our I said it already for supporters, of course, but for our owners as well, because they never put real pressure on us. They, they, they appreciate the development, they see the steps we make. Uh, it's for them as well. It's great. And um, yeah, for the players, we were all pretty much yeah, crying on the pitch because it was so emotional. It was so big. It means so much to us. And um, but. On the other side, and I should have said that probably first of all, um, I know how Tottenham feels in this moment better than anybody else in the world. And um, they played an, an sensational season as well, uh, and they would have deserved it as well, obviously. But tonight we scored the goals in the right moment. And um, but I told Poch already directly after the game that he should be really proud of what they did this year as well. So um, yeah, that's it. Gentlemen in the first row. Hi, Jürgen. Is it possible to say what is the most satisfying thing about what you've achieved tonight yet? No. But satisfying, I'm, I'm, I'm happy for the boys. So, look, well, you know what people said about a couple of players of this team and stuff like that. And Jordan Henderson is captain of the Champions League winner 2019. That's satisfying, actually. Um, and um, that all these boys, that Millie did it to the age of 33, I think, um, as one of the most. So they're all very important. But I can say it again, without Millie's, um, 
dress room, dressing room talks before the game with a non-native English, a non-native um, co-manager. Um, I think it would not be possible. So it's so important, all the things what they did um, during the weeks, how they um, lifted them when it when it when they, we had little little downs and stuff like that. That's just incredible. So tonight, it's really tonight is really emotional. Most that's that's my main feeling. It's um, that overwhelming, all that stuff. It it feels really good, but I'm much um, calmer than I thought I would be when it finally happened. So. Um, I, it was not important to me really to touch the, 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 the cup or whatever. I loved the pictures when the boys had it. I loved it when I saw a few faces in the stands. That was uh, what gave me everything I need. And um, so, but tomorrow, going to Liverpool and having something to celebrate, that's big. And I'm really looking forward to that. Gentlemen in black shirt. My answers are obviously really long, so you don't have to ask so many questions if you don't want. Yeah, behind. No, just behind. Uh, hello. Um, what what uh, uh, this title means for you uh, personally in your career? I'm surprised in, mo in this moment. Look, I I said it a lot of times. I'm, we had to be, we spoke two two days ago um, about my unlucky career. So um, somehow, and. Um, when I hear it, I think, yeah, people could see it like this, but I don't feel it, to be honest. Um, so because I always see the way to a final as well, because that's, of course, important for me as well. And I, 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 I think my life is much better than I ever expected it. So winning something is good. It's cool. Uh, but it's for the, all the other people. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm so, not so much in it. I'm interested really in development. But I get it. We have to win things. And so it's for us really important that people don't ask now all the time um, about not winning or winning things. So now we want something and we will carry on. We, we, we will win. We want to win things 100%. This group, it's, I said it, this is only the start for this group. Eh? So it's still a wonderful age group. Um, they all have the best times in their career still ahead of them. So um, that's big. For, for me, I'm, I'm, ha I'm really happy. I'm really happy. Now I have a lot of silver medals. Now I have a golden one. So um, that um, we'll have a next to the silver medals in my, my house, and that's cool. Um, but I'm also really happy for all other people, so like, yeah. It, I mean, you see now in the dressing room, everybody feels it, but you cannot really, yeah, you, can, you, don't, you don't really know what to do with it. But tomorrow, I'm really sure when we, when we drive through the city, then we all will realize what, what these boys have done, and um, that's the, the best moment, for sure. Just in a yellow shirt. Uh, Jürgen, you said we have to keep going on winning something. Uh, last year you lost the final, this year you win the final, and next year the final is in a beautiful city, Istanbul. Liverpool. Has I told the UEFA already. Yeah. We will be there. <laughs> <laughs> we do it you, every year. Can you make any comments about the, the final, maybe next year? Because Liverpool has good memories too. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, give me a few minutes. So, to think about, so we, 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 you know that we have sometimes, we, we, we carry the burden of history um, and making Istanbul happen again, um, yeah, will be a target, I would say, but it will be difficult. So, um, by the way, a second ago I spoke to, I had Pep Guardiola on the phone because, um, how you know, we, maybe know, our head of physio worked for Man City at the beginning of the season. 
but he wanted to win the Champions League. Now it's a joke. Um, yeah, and we, we promised each other already that we will kick our butts next year again. So um, we will go for everything and we'll see if we get something. That's it. We'll take two more questions. Gentlemen, yeah, gentlemen in the second row and then gentlemen in the blue shirt in the middle. Buenas, mister. Eh, enhorabuena. Hace un año le damos. Perdón. Enhorabuena. Hace un año le damos la enhorabuena por llegar hasta la final y un año después por ganarla. Así que enhorabuena. Eh, le hemos escuchado también, yo creo que fue el año pasado, que dijo que, que esto es ley de vida en el fútbol, que cuando los partidos se ganan, los ganan los jugadores. Cuando los partidos se pierden, los pierde el entrenador. Hoy usted ha hecho un cambio. Firmiño por Origi, que a la postre ha marcado el gol que ha sentenciado. Eh, ¿Ha ganado un poquito el entrenador hoy o han ganado los jugadores otra vez? Oh, I'm fine with that, yeah. That's absolutely okay. Um, um, so, my job is to take all the responsibility, and I, I like that actually, because that gives my players the freedom to play football. Um, and that's how I understand it. I cannot. I, I, Sometimes it would be easier to understand it in a different way, but that's how I understand it. So that's how I said tonight. I'm so happy for the players, um, but I'm and happy really for my family. And, and, and there will be a moment when I'm completely overwhelmed by, for myself, maybe. But um, look, as um, look at my coaches, what what we all did during the year to try to make the next steps when we started in in Evian, in the training camp and. Um, bringing these players and knowing they need time, but we have to win football games from the start and all that stuff. It was difficult, but it feels so good. 97 points, now you can say it, 97 points in the league is incredible. And winning the Champions League, that makes really, that's an unbelievable long way to go. And we did it. That's incredible. But after the final last year, um, when we came home to Liverpool, it was not cool. Eh? So, um, but we, um, One of my friends is a singer, and we, we and my, my assistant coach, <laughs> and my assistant coach is pretty good in in in, in making songs. <laughs> um, and we sang a song. Actually, um, we saw the European Cup. Madrid had all the fucking luck. <laughs> we swear we keep on being cool. We bring it back to Liverpool, but nobody thought in that moment that it will happen. We have a German version for that as well. And um, yeah. In that moment, it was only to to lift our mood a little bit, and now it became. Um, yeah, it happened, actually. So we have to think about what we will sing tonight, actually, because obviously it means something. Last question. Since Virgil is impatient to join us, quick last question. Quick last question uh, from TV2 in Norway. Uh, I know that a couple of months ago you had a visit from Ola and Abjondalen, uh, one of the biggest winners of all sporting time. Did he say something secret to you? I talked to him earlier. He said that he was sure you would win tonight as well. You've only won since he was there. <laughs> so he can be... Uh, he was here tonight? No, he wasn't. I talked with him on the phone. Oh, sorry. Ola sent me a message and I thought we, uh, we can have a ticket and I, I gave it um, to other people in the club. But obviously, the problem is in England, they have no clue who Ola and Abjondal is. I can't believe that. I had to tell everybody. So, one of the most famous sportsmen in the world, but England, yeah, doesn't know that. It's a winter sport. Um, yeah, so it was good to meet him and um, 
people like him are always inspiration. But um, when he, I think we made him a Liverpool supporter actually, and that and that's good. So we need everybody behind us to make the next steps. Thank you very much. My players are waiting. Thank you very much. Yeah. Bye bye. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. Right, before we hear from our first callers, I've got the first batch of messages that have been left on our Blood Red Podcast Facebook group page to read out. Johnny Wilmont said, amazing, not the best game, but I remember the AC Milan sides of the late 80s and 90s putting in performances like that and winning trophies. We took everything Spurs could throw at us. We kept on nerve and now it's number six. Well deserved for Klopp and the team. Joseph Naharbedian said, I was so nervous for that entire game. What a win. Nick Gamble, my mate, said, massive win for everyone this means more Johnny Wilson said deserved despite a below par performance what a team what a manager proud to be a red Philip Tart said best weekend of my life got tears of joy streaming down my face as I type my daughter being born yesterday just in time now watching the Reds win their sixth European Cup wow just wow I'm a lucky man congratulations Philip Sarah Downey Ruiz Velasco said the longest first half of the season but what joy I'm so happy just the best day to finish such a great season I love this club Sarah then left another message to say I've already commented but my dad who has no Facebook hasn't missed a single podcast since I introduced him to it and he wanted me to write something on his behalf great performance Alison was amazing another moment of magic from Divock fully deserved come on you Reds KJ Rourke said this type of win was something we've seen all season not performing at our best but we still got over the line felt like a well earned victory lap after the magical Barcelona upset Cannot wait for next season. Up the high-flying Reds. Sean Yap said, 20 years supporting the Reds and seeing the skipper Jordan Henderson lift the trophy definitely ranks among the happier moments. David Elverson said, the second hand. We're the first team in Britain to get to use the second hand, which is obviously to do with Liverpool winning their sixth European Cup. Greg Leach said, up at 4.45am in Australia to watch it. Euphoric after two minutes, then sat there nearly having a heart attack for another 75. Not the best that we have played, but got the job done. Alisson was amazing. VVD just awesome. Hendo bat- battles hard and in the end we got the chocolates. Cameron Walsh who was also in Australia said a very nervous ride but well worth the wait. You'll never walk alone. Raja Mukherjee said get in you beauty. Matthew Jones said so deserved. A game that saw us having to dig in and grind out a result. To have that mental strength after a long season and three week break was exceptional. Jesse Farmer said I'm almost speechless but so so proud. From the heartache of last year this is just reward for an incredible season. Klopp finally gets his trophy and it's the big one. Alisson was immense tonight and give Divock that statue. So much love for this team and club. Enjoy the party, Reds. Tobias Nias said, we did it. Jason Hodgson said, we're champions again. That's all that matters. All this talk about not being a great game is irrelevant. Well deserved. Soak it up. Enjoy it. You'll never walk alone. And Mark Sang said, number six took a long time arriving, but worth the wait. Are you watching Pep? Right, I'll now hand you over to Matt Whitty, who's at the match, and Mark Baker and Simon Donnelly, who are back in Liverpool. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. Hi, it's Matt Whitty, reflecting on Liverpool's sixth European Cup win. Just fantastic that we got over the line. Delighted, quite emotional, relieved. Uh, Very, very far from our best performance of the season. It was pretty disjointed at times. Thought Alisson was fantastic. Van Dijk led the line at the back brilliantly. And Mane was really good. 
he was a constant constant outlet. But I thought for quite large large parts of the game, um, our passing wasn't quite there. Um, set pieces, which have been good this season, though, uh, were, were not so good. Um, but yeah, who cares? We've got number six. Um, yeah, just absolutely delighted. There's reds all over Madrid. Everybody's everybody's absolutely delighted. And yeah, better uh, better sign off before my battery runs off and I lose my uh, my boarding pass. Mark Baker reporting on Liverpool's Champions League final win, European Cup victory over Tottenham Hotspur. Uh, just a quick one from from me, really. Um, Liverpool weren't very good tonight. Um, in terms of the game, it's probably an understatement. But I think I am absolutely delighted for the manager, um, the players, everyone associated with the club. Liverpool are a very good football team, but to achieve the feat of reaching two Champions League finals and being victorious in one in the last two years, having lost their best footballer in Felipe Coutinho the season before, had absolutely fantastic recruitment in terms of the players that brought in. A masterclass, really, in coaching from the manager, in which he... And it was a great example today, I think, in terms of Liverpool, because as poor as Liverpool were in the fo- with the football, the platform that they have now, in terms of the, the, the detail in the coaching of the manager, the defensive discipline, the shape, the distances between the sides out of possession, which is a far cry from when Klopp arrived, has enabled them to win a Champions League final 2-0 um, against a, a good Tottenham side, against the team who the gap in points differential in the league, for me, doesn't have a true reflection over the closeness in terms of the sides. So Liverpool quite rightly went into the the final as the, as the favourites and that is testament to the manager in terms of how difficult they are to beat, how difficult they are to play against and how efficient they've been throughout this season. To accumulate 97 points, I think it was, and to reach the Champions League final with the group of players that Liverpool have, albeit a very good squad of players, is a magnificent achievement. And everything that you have to have to come together in terms of the ownership of the club, the structure, um, the coaching ability of the manager, the ability to extract the, the absolute maximum out of his set of players, um, the players to perform in times when there's difficult times on the playing field against elite opponents to get into the situation they were today. It's just magnificent. And I think I've just seen a video from Jordan Henderson uh, embracing his father. And I think it's well documented about obviously the health problems that uh, his father has had over the, the few years. And to see a player like that, Henderson, who's given so much to Liverpool for such a long time now, and be rewarded in terms of being the man who lifts up that trophy. Um, a fantastic professional by all accounts. A vastly underrated footballer. And to get his just rewards today is just magnificent for me. And Jürgen Klopp, who has been the bridesmaid, if you like, so often over the last few years, and almost to be a, a stick to beat him down with by some pundits and some fan bases he hasn't got over the line 
not seeing the actual process behind how well he's done and to arrive at finals against, for the majority of the time, better sides who've, in the end, beaten Liverpool. And I just, I just think it's massive. I think if Liverpool were to have lost the final, to then pick up them players after the session they've put in this season, would have been an astronomical achievement, really. Um, because they've extracted, as I say, he's extracted the absolute maximum. Going on a bit, but no, fantastic day for Liverpool. Fantastic for the players, fantastic for the club, the ownership, the manager, the lot. <laughs> Lost for words, really. Magnificence. This is Simon Donnelly, LFC jury member for the Liverpool Echo. I've just, I've given a few minutes because I've tried to calm down a little bit since the final whistle. Liverpool are now champions of Europe for the sixth time. There will be many a tattoo, a tattoo artist getting phone calls on Monday. Myself included, I will be phoning a few rounds because I've got to get an extra star added to my right arm. One of the worst games of the season we've just witnessed with, with, with undoubtedly the biggest result, if you see what I mean. It was a poor game, but uh, a bizarre early goal. Didn't expect that at all. After, was it one minute? We got the penalty. Uh, and then Divock finished it off. Divock finished it off later. What a season that man has had. A much, much underrated player. I would have him on our bench for the whole of next season, certainly. Uh, because I think he's liable to pop up and score goals as he has done this season against Barcelona, Everton. And today in the final, thank God we won it. It feels like Mo Salah and Virgil van Dijk are the two players I think of most of all. Mo Salah must think, <clears throat> he must feel so relieved to get last season's final out of his system and lift all big ears today. And Virgil van Dijk must just think that what a decision to move to Liverpool Football Club. He's been there two seasons, he's been to two Champions League finals, he's now won the thing. And he's generally, you know, generally considered to be the best centre-back in the world. What a decision he must have made, he must think he's made or realise he's made to come to our club. And a final word for Mr. Jürgen Klopp. He has changed our football club and brought us back to the place that I remember us being in the late 70s and early to mid 80s. It's been a long time since we've been there. And I think it's due to this manager that he's got us back there. I want him to stay. I wanted to stay in at our football club for a long, long, long time and maybe make a dynasty there like we used to have in the old days. What a guy, what a manager, what a night, what a performance. We've got old big ears for the sixth time. Where's the yellow pages? I need to look up to some tattoo artists. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. Right, before we hear from our final four callers, here is some more messages from Liverpool fans on our Blood Red podcast Facebook page, which is free to join if you haven't done it already. Ibrahim Ololade Alarolo said, I am feeling wonderful. My son stood by me and never wavered. I am happy for him, happy for my family, happy for Klopp, happy for the Liverpool institution and fans all over the world. Alisson was immense, Matip and Mane. We kind of played like Atletico Madrid, but it doesn't matter now. We are champions again. You'll never walk alone. 
Colin Beachy said, above us only sky, so proud and happy for Klopp. Tommy Uncop said, seeing Captain Henderson lift that trophy after all the difficult years makes me so happy. This team will win many more. Christian Garza said, with tears in my eyes and with a huge smile, feeling elated, up the champions of Europe Reds. Paul Flanagan said, not a classic performance, but after the early opener, we knew we could let them keep the ball and stop them from scoring. A fantastic and deserved end to a brilliant season. Alison MOM and Divock, the man for the big occasion. Andrew Cook said, Mourinho masterclass. Is that If that's what it takes, I'll take it. Fintan Fowley said, I've no new words left to sing the praises of these boys. So here's some of the ones I've been using all year. Awesome, incredible, marvellous, stunning, unbelievable, wonderful. Champions of F in Europe, get in. Mark Coyne said, someone start building Divock Origi a statue. A new contract will do for starters. Michael Calais simply said, you'll never walk alone. Scott Bennett said, absolutely made up for Klopp and the lads. Battled so hard all season and summed up our spirit in this game. Not playing to our best, but grinding it out. So happy for all the lads that have been there since Brendan Rodgers' reign that deserved a medal for their work. Sturridge, Lalana, and most of all Henderson up the Reds. Chris Sumner said, so many times this season, particularly early on in this campaign, we've won games when not performing to our best. Probably the single biggest change from last season and this team deserved the trophy because because of it kings of Europe again Nathan Madsen said we walk on men amongst boys Simon Grigg said over the moon Brian Spangenberg said it still hasn't sunk in honestly I'm so overwhelmed by happiness and gratitude these boys played their tails off all year and so fully deserve this moment so proud of them and thankful for them time to strengthen and go again for the league next year Lewis Cox said thanks for the memories lads and Fran Fagan said unbelievable emotions I'm all over the place kings of Europe I'm loving it Liverpool have played better but who cares Jordan Henderson is a Champions League winning captain and I'm so happy for him maybe the Haters will get off his back now. Origi actually deserves his statue. Klopp is boss. Right, I'll now hand you over to our final four callers. Owen Thomas from Madrid and then Matt Addison, Alex Watt and Sam Planch. And again, thank you very much for joining us and listening to the post-game podcast this season and all the podcasts we do on the Blood Red channel. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. Hi, this is Owen here from uh, Owen from Cop On Podcast. I've forgotten my name. I've forgotten how to speak. It doesn't really matter. Uh, Liverpool have their sixth European Cup. Let's talk about six, baby. This is absolutely beautiful. I uh, watch it with, uh, you know, with with my friend Fergus. Here's Fergus. Say hello. Hi. And then I don't even know your name. Liam, so Liam, Liam. Liam's here. Say hello, Liam. Hello, number six, boom. Yes, number six, boom. We watched it at a club called Fortuny in Madrid, and uh, we certainly had the fortune tonight. Divock Origi, Divock Origi was a. Uh, he came to me in a dream. He came to me in a dream about two months ago. I woke up, um, you know, at about at about four in the morning from a very very vivid dream, uh, where I was extremely anxious. One of those anxious dreams, and um, you know, at the at the end of the dream, I saw. Divock and he came close to me about a metre away and he looked me in the eye and he was all calm and he said, Owen don't worry everything will be fine lo and behold dream Divock, real Divock what's the difference they're both legends but they're both absolutely right the penalty Mo Salah he deserves it from last year the heartbreak, I just I'm so happy Joyful, absolutely glorious. Fergus, I don't know, do you have words? Uh, I think we rode our luck tonight, but we deserved all of the luck compared to last year. So in the end, 
I think there was only going to be one winner, and that was us. Alison, man of the match. Trying to kill. Wonderful. So, uh, yes, this is Owen from Cop On Podcast saying, what an end to the season. We can dream about that for months, for years, forever. Now, the sort of hand gesture that we can do at Old Trafford is those five outstretched, uh, you know, digits on one hand and maybe a thumbs up on the other. Hello, it's Matt Addison for the post-match podcast after Liverpool became European champions for the sixth time. I'm in Liverpool City Centre at the moment. You can probably hear the horns going off in the background because Liverpool has gone understandably completely mental. Liverpool Football Club, European champions once again. It wasn't a great game, let's be honest, but who cares? I think it was probably lacking in quality because of that three-week break and the humid, horrible conditions over there in Madrid that both sets of players had to endure. Liverpool have played far better than this this season, but who cares? At the end of the day, it's job done. To get that opener so soon into the game was a big, big boost, and it was perhaps fortunate that under UEFA's regulations now, that was the correct call to give a handball by referee Damias Gamina. Mo Salah after last season, this was his personal redemption. He's got nothing to prove to Reds fans, but he would certainly have wanted to do so to himself. For him, I'm absolutely delighted. Divock Origi as well with the second goal. Another great moment for the Belgian. His last kick for Liverpool potentially if he is indeed on his way out. What a way out it would be. To bow out with a goal in the last seconds of a Champions League final. To confirm Liverpool as European champions again. That's not a bad way to go. Although having said that, let's not bet against him staying at the club for at least another season. I thought Alisson in goal as well was brilliant, a couple of huge saves there at big, big times in the game. Tottenham could have got themselves back on level terms if it wasn't for the Brazilians' heroics. Virgil van Dijk at the back was imperious against the half-fit but still potent Harry Kane. But no one deserves to lift that trophy more than Jordan Henderson. He gets so much unwarranted stick week in, week out and this is his reward. This is his polite way of just being able to say, look, anyone who's denied my ability, I'm a European Cup winning captain for Liverpool Football Club. There were others as well. Sadio Mane was great. Roberto Firmino gave everything he had. And both fullbacks Andy Robertson and Trent Alexander-Arnold, as usual, were absolutely superb. Liverpool's players entered the pitch at the Wanda Metropolitano as heroes, but they leave it as Liverpool legends. This is a night that will live long in the memory for all of those involved. Hello, Alex Watt from Did It Cross The Line podcast, who's... Only a few drinks in so far, so I thought I'd better record this now. Um, yeah, we did it. What an what an end to the season. Um, let's be honest, not a not a classic Champions League final, but do I care right now? Not at all. Um, it's funny that it's been one of the most exciting Champions League seasons of all time. Um, it's kind of ironic that the final was so dull, really, especially given how exciting both these teams can be, how amazing the you know the drama in the semi-finals to get here. But yeah, after the heartbreak of last season's Champions League final, you know all that drama that happened there, I'll take a boring win all day. To be honest, sixth European Cup, I'm not complaining. To be honest, um, Divock Origi, if he doesn't get a statue outside Anfield after what he's done this season uh, in the semi-final against Barcelona especially and now killing off this final to make it 2-0 and give us that sixth Champions League title 
Um, I don't even know what I'll do. I mean, at least give him a new contract, that's for sure. Um, and yeah, Mo Salah scoring the first goal. I was delighted for Salah to get a goal in the final after what happened to him in last year's final. Obviously, all the Ramos nonsense and stuff like that. Um, yeah, what a night. I mean, Klopp, I thought, got it spot on today. And yeah, it wasn't as exciting as we've been this season, you know. Our, our best performances. This wasn't Liverpool at their best by any means, but he was smart. He was pra- pragmatic. You know, it wasn't a thrilling performance, but it did work. It worked the treat. And yeah, he's got his Champions League final win now. So that's what a rival fan's going to take the mick out of him for now. I don't know. Um, and yeah, it was obviously really a nice moment that it's 30 years on from the Hillsborough disaster that we got this big, big achievement. Um, But yeah, in terms of the performance itself, like I think the golfing class was definitely evident evident with Liverpool over Spurs. Um, You know, it was just strange that it, it lacked that rhythm. A lot of the time it just felt like Liverpool were happy to contain Spurs for the majority of the game. I think Trent and Robbo struggled to get forward as much, which is to Spurs' credit, but I thought Pochettino got his selection completely wrong and that definitely worked in our favour. Harry Kane wasn't at the races at all. To be fair, Firmino wasn't really at the races for us today, but I think we just had the extra class that it made the difference. Obviously, it helped us that we caught the penalty early on and it's quite funny that... It was a Mo Salah penalty to to win the final. Um, I'm sure rival fans will be fuming about that too. But I thought, again, we were fantastic at the back. Matip was great. Van Dijk, another awesome performance. On a side note, he's got to be one of the favourites for the Ballon d'Or now. Might be the first defender to win it since Fabio Cannavaro in, what, 2006? Um Allison kept it 1-0, you know, a couple of amazing saves. That's why we bought him. That's been a big difference this season, obviously, from the Champions League final last season, everything that happened there, that was a big difference. And yeah, just what a moment. Not This was not one I thought we'd see after the first leg, <laughs> you know, after the first leg of the semi-final against Barcelona, I didn't think we'd even be in the final, let alone be lifting the sixth European Cup. So, you know, what a performance to get here and what a solid performance on the night to win the win the game. And the big thing now, we'll, we'll enjoy this for the next few weeks and then we'll be looking to next season, be interested to see what players we bring in in the summer. I think now with winning this trophy will attract some real talent. I really feel like this can be a launching pad. You know, we can really kick on next season and go the extra step and win the Premier League. I know John Henry has said he's going to invest the money. So it's a really exciting time to be a Liverpool fan. Um, And I'm sure everyone else is still celebrating as they listen to this. I'm going to go and have another drink and enjoy myself. Uh, Up the Reds. Cheers. Okay, so we ought to be in champions and <laughs> we're all a bit speechless, I think. And it was a poor game. Um, tonight was a poor game. I thought, I thought Liverpool, you know, okay, it was a penalty and we got the penalty and I thought we play, we didn't play very well. And we, 
we didn't press on them. I think we let them have the ball quite a lot. And I think the stats there for possession shows the told that. It must have been part of the game plan because even Firmino and that weren't pressing, even though Firmino was miles off. You could see it, I thought the subs were right. Um, Arigi came on. I thought there was three or four times where he, if he used his head, he, he could have really put a, a good through ball through and didn't. But I think that's uh, typical of Origi. I think he, he's really hard working and he acts on instinct and is the goal was instinct, bang, bang, great finish. But when he's got to think about it, he often struggles. And that's why he's an impact sub. And he's, listen, he had a great game, Barcelona game at home, great game in the final, the Everton header and all that. I think he, he could be a squaddy, but I don't think he's ever going to make the first team. But listen, we're European champions and, the, the, you know, I'm, the, the reason why I'm like this now is because I've been jumping up and down for about an hour and it's phenomenal. I'm made up for Jürgen Klopp. I'm, I'm absolutely made up for the club, the fans, everyone. I mean, I feel just a great place to go now. Again, you know, there was a time of dodging and that where it was just like, you were like, oh my God, you know, the miles are watching on the telly here. And no one wants to do that. We all wanted to go to the game and it, it was like, it was dire, you know. Just the atmosphere was dying. Now you go there every week and it's phenomenal. You know, it's upbeat, it's great. On and off the pitch, the club again. Klopp's built this club. And you know what? You know what? Do you know what was all what terrified me tonight? I'm, I must admit. Klopp was at a crossroads tonight. He's lost so many finals. And even though he's built this club up from absolute nothing, he's built them up. If he'd have lost tonight, the doubters would have been queuing up right down the street. And, you know, he's done it. And I was made up seeing him getting lifted a lot by the players, by lifting the trophy. He deserves it and the pool deserves it. And even neutrals can, can't really deny that. And I'm, absolu- I'm, I'm absolutely, oh, you know, I'm just over the moon about it. Listen, I'm going to have a rest and then I'm going to go, I'm going to, Get down to that parade tomorrow, and uh, if I can, and um, well, doesn't matter if I can. I'll be there. One by hook or by crook, I'll be there. And and um, the big tins, the big tins, the the big massive tin, the biggest tin in the world, the best one, the biggest one you can get. And let's face, let's face facts now. Ferguson and Guardiola and all them, Mourinho and all them clowns. They're spewing now. They're all spewing. Because we're right back on the pitch. I think there's going to be an avalanche of trophies. Not, there's going to be an avalanche of trophies coming to Anfield now. This is just the start. Big ears is the start. The big tin, big ears, the big tin is just the start of an absolute avalanche of trophies coming to Anfield. And Jürgen Klopp's the man. And he's united with the fans, just like the Shankly days and the Paisley roller coaster. And 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 the Fagan, it it it's just it's it, it's coming back again. The mighty Reds are here to stay, and um, I listen. I'm speechless, and and, and I just um, I, the reason I am is because I'm I'm just so overwhelmed and made up, and it's just boss. It's boss. You've been listening to the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo.